This is episode 51, Having More Sex, Acceptance versus Control. What's an effective way to go about having more sex when there is a desire discrepancy? I'll address this question in the context of a recent couple session I had. I'll also share what I mean by acceptance versus control. Welcome everyone. This is Healthy Relationship Secrets for Parents, the podcast that saves your relationship from parenthood. My mission is to help parents have a thriving relationship and be great parents at the same time. My name is Jason A. Polk, and I've worked exclusively with couples as a therapist and coach for over nine years. On this podcast, I share my experience professionally, personally, and as well as those of our amazing guests. So recently, I had a couple come into my clinic. It was a heterosexual couple. The male partner wanted more sex, and the female partner was okay with how things were. And let's call the male partner Frank the female partner, Jane. They told me that they had sex a couple times a week on average. And my first response was, um, I would say as a couples therapist who's worked with a lot of couples with kids, two times a week is on the higher end. And the kids were young too. But Frank's response to that comment was, basically, I'm not okay with that. I want more than sex two times a week. And hearing this, as their couples therapist, there are several places to go with this. One way is to first acknowledge this as a strength. Frank is pushing for more connection, and more connection is a good thing. That's the paradigm of a couples therapist, is that generally we're always pushing, and pushing is not the right word, but we are wanting more connection in terms of sexual, emotional, physical, intellectual, spiritual, whatever domain of intimacy there is, generally more connection in any of those domains is a good thing. Another place that I went upon hearing that, that Frank is not okay with two times a week, was sharing a quote from a semi-famous sex therapist by the name of Barry McCarthy. And Barry said that a couple's sexual satisfaction plummets after the birth of their first baby. It reignites promptly after the youngest one goes to college. (laughs) And after that, Frank said, well, I don't want that. That's too long. I may sound like I'm making Frank out to be a, a big baby, but he was not. When we dug deeper on this issue of not having sex for him, And what sexual intimacy meant to him, he was open enough to share that it meant that everything was not okay if he wasn't having sex with his wife, Jane. That the relationship was not okay and going deeper, that he was a failure and thus not worthy. So he was able to disclose some deeper stuff there that when he got denied It affected him at the core. Essentially, something's wrong with me. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy of love. And he would ruminate on this. Another way of saying this is that he was on the what we call toxic shame or the the shame train when he got rejected. So some of our work moving forward is to help him esteem himself, recognize that fundamentally he does have worth despite whether or not he's having sex with his wife.
this is really important work. For Jane, upon hearing this, I encouraged her when she does say no to sex with Frank. And I also said, say no is a good thing. If your partner says no to you, celebrate that. They're taking care of themselves. They're not compromising who they are to be in a relationship with you. They're being real to themselves. And so thus we need to celebrate that. Also, if we get a no, we need to celebrate it because we put ourselves out there. In theory, if we get a no after a request, that's a good thing because we are brave enough to request. And a request can leave us vulnerable because our partner can't say no. So going back to Jane, when she does say no, something nice she can do is to remind Frank that she does love him. She does care about him. This may seem like a little bit extra work for her, but upon knowing how rejection affects Frank, this could be a nice gesture. And this also came out. For Jane to be more open for sex with Frank, she needs to feel emotionally connected to Frank. And this is a very common theme in my couples therapy practice in regards to sex. Generally, the female partner wants more emotional connection, wants more emotional intimacy in order to feel open to sexual intimacy. And it's kind of funny because it works the opposite way for males generally. That is, they need sexual intimacy and that feels like emotional connection to them. Or they're more likely to be open to emotional connection after there's been sexual connection. So <laughs> there's one of those things, uh, one of those things that happens in, in life. Then the question is, what is emotional intimacy? And this would be important for Jane to share. But basically for her, it would be talking about feelings. And this is important too. Treating each other as equals, feeling like a team, sharing vulnerability, anxieties, basically sharing what's real with you, sharing what's going on in your inner landscape, so to speak. So that is initiating emotional connection by sharing what's up with you. And the cool thing about that, that has the power to create connection, to bring the two of you closer together. And that's one definition of emotional intimacy. Jane also shared that in order for her to be open to sex and to feel more sexual, Frank needs to take some things off of her plate, such as um, duty with the kids. For example, taking them to appointments, making dinner, being more involved, taking initiative, folding clothes, basically taking things off of her plate. Coming back to the idea of acceptance. What can Frank really control here? One, to get more sex, he can initiate more emotional intimacy with Jane. Number two, he can help with things around the house, as I mentioned, to free up more bandwidth for her. If he nags, begs, or pouts for sex, Jane is not going to feel sexually drawn to him. If she does have sex, maybe as a result of pouting, and she's not really feeling it, doing it for him, so to speak, that doesn't feel good for anyone. And so it's a loss for both partners. Frank needs to use attraction and not coercion. 
and Jade providing him with a roadmap for that, which, as I mentioned, is initiating emotional intimacy and helping. The last thing Frank can do is to look at himself, to start to work with the discomfort of not having sex and being able to esteem himself despite the number of times that week they had sex. Like, for example, his self-worth should not be based on if Jane is up for having sex or not. Because fundamentally, Frank cannot control that. And he can control what he does when he does get to know. For example, I want him to get to start celebrating that, even though initially it doesn't feel good, right? We don't like to be rejected. In regards to the acceptance, I got this from my mentor, Terry Real. This is a great question and is, can I grieve what I'm not getting while accepting what I am getting? So in terms of the question for Frank here, can I grieve the fact that I'm not getting as much sex as I like while accepting all that I am getting from Jane? Now, if the answer is no, then that's a deal breaker and we're going to have to have a different conversation altogether. If the answer is yes, I will grieve the fact that I'm not getting as much sex as I like. And we can even say for now, while I'm accepting all that I am getting, that's a sign of maturity. Terry Real also said, relationships are full of micro disappointments. In regards to control, I want to share this acronym from Al-Anon. That's A-L-A-N-O-N. If you don't know about it, you're interested, you can look it up. The acronym is DETACH, D-E-T-A-C-H. According to Al-Anon, that stands for don't even think about changing him or her. (laughs) And so there you go. Those are ways to have more sex. It's better to accept and try to use attraction. Try to make your partner more open to sex. But if you're going to try to control, coerce, you're not going to have more sex. And this was an acronym I just remembered from an interview I had on this podcast with Nicole Colleen. And let me see if I can remember it. It's patience minus pressure equals pleasure. P minus P equals P. And yet this is the right equation. I just looked it up. Episode number eight, interview with sex and intimacy coach Nicole Colleen. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. Hey, everyone. This episode was made, released the day before Thanksgiving. And I would be so thankful if you leave us a review and share this with someone who could benefit from this material. Again, thank you so much for listening. Happy Thanksgiving.